Hello Audio Listener. Please subscribe, leave a like and review on the platform you're listening from. The video version of this show is on YouTube and the link will be in the description. Hello and welcome to the Rave Room Podcast, Base Coast Edition. And I'm going to be talking about lots of things to do with Base Coast, the drive up there, getting in, uh, setting up the mobile studio, um, interviewing guests, checking out the vendors, checking out the artwork, you name it, we're going to go over it all. The artist lineup was wicked as well. Um, there's all sorts of good things that come from this. So if you haven't already, please subscribe, like, leave a comment uh follow us follow us on the show at the raven podcast on instagram um and tiktok as well trying to navigate tiktok and all that and uh yeah hopefully you'll enjoy this episode and yeah let's go from there i'm going to talk about driving there so obviously if you don't know where base coast is it's in merritt in bc probably about i say three hour drive to maybe three and a half hour drive from the airport so you know, a lot of people are flying in. I, I live not so far from the airport, probably about 45 minutes away. And then, yeah, I like, you know, drove up, it took me like two and a half hours, at, you know, at the most pretty much. One of the roads on the way there, if you don't know it, it's called the Coca-Cola, which has been like on TV on Discovery called the Highway from Hell. And yeah, this is on the way up there. And it's, yeah, mate, it's in a nice city of merit. The, like, the festival is held on like indigenous like lands and that so on the way driving up there yeah i've got like i say there's a road called the uh, coca-hala and i've got like a little beat of a car i had to put everything like in this small little car and she's like you ain't getting that all in there i said trust me trust me well i'm getting it all in there and i'm driving up there so on the way up there <coughs> i was like yeah you know what i'm gonna fucking cram it in there trust me don't worry about it i'll get it all in so you've got all the studio stuff i've got camping gear i've got the studio like pop-up tent thing i've got camping gear i've you know you name it i've got it in there so everything was like boxed around me and i just had the seat in the car any little sort of like hole or gap or anything like i could find it something had to go in there i was used literally every single spot or space in that car and going up that coca hill it was like proper, proper lagging. That's like I got stick right. So manual car, and I was like, bam, up the hill. <laughs> Fucking hilarious. And when I done it, I was like, good girl, like on the car and that. Got up there, and uh, yeah, when I got there, like flying around, I was like, I need to get some beers now. Got some beers, and I got to the gate. It's our like base coast, and I went that way. Typical male, and I didn't even read the orientation that pro- that well. And it's like, oh, there's a different entrance for like media and artists and everything like that. So I was like, oh, okay, well, fucking, this way I would do. So I went there and the woman was, there was a woman at the gate sort of thing. She's got music blaring, all the tunes banging. And she said to me, you know, oh, you, uh, what are you doing here? I was like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm the media, like, I've got a podcast and that. She's like, you're in the wrong gate. She's like, you need to go around this way. So it's like an eight minute drive around. So 
I got it back in the car, like drove all the way around, got to another gate. And then like the the, the lady there was like, oh, you know what you're here for? And I saw Base Coast, um, sorry, Ravering Podcast, all that sort of stuff. And she was like, oh, okay, cool. You need to go down to that thing there. Luckily, like to a cabin, luckily it was laid out pretty much similar, exactly the same as it was uh, last year. So I was very fortunate with that. So I walked up to the, the, you know, the cabin thing and I was like, well, you know, go get my pass and everything like that. And I was like, I had these like uh, Costco like, like flip-flops on. So like back in the UK, you know, you've got like Greg's and all that, you can buy all the merch for it. Well, um, over here you can get like Costco merch, but it's called Kirkland. So I was, I had these sliders on and a sweater on, uh, a, sorry, a t-shirt. And this, uh, this guy comes up to me and he goes, man, I love like, the attire like I've got Costco stuff as well so I was like oh yeah he's, I said uh, I, you know what are you here for and he's like DJ like producer promoter and he was just like oh I'm a DJ you know and uh, I, I noticed his ring and it had like the Metalheads um, labels like logo on it I said oh I said uh, you big fan of like Metalheads he's like no I'm the first international DJ that's been signed to like Metalheads. I'm like, no fucking way. He's like, yeah, man. I'm like, he's like, I'm playing here, like big DB person, jungle. I was like, oh, mate, I love that. I was like, I'll come make sure I watch your set. So, uh, quickly, yeah, let's get a passes. Everyone's like in and out kind of thing. And uh, as I parked there, the woman said to me, uh, are you are you going to be here for long? Because this is only temporary parking. I went, yeah, don't. I said, so I'm, yeah, I'm just unloading all the gear here. They said I could. And uh, yeah, you know, like I've just got to unload all the stuff in that. And she's like, "Okay, you can't be here for like too long." I was like, "Yeah, no worries. I I won't be here for too long. I promise you." So anyway, I, I walked round and got hold of like one of the managers for artist relations and stuff. And I was like, "Yeah, mate. I said I need some help moving all my gear in that. Do you mind? Is there anyone give me a hand?" And um, there's a guy called Brian there, and uh, he was like the main guy, and he helped me out last year, and he helped me out this year. And um, there's a couple other people there as well, and they were like, "Yeah, we can give you a hand." Like, so I bought a caddy round, like a little golf cart, and they were like, uh, "Just chuck all your stuff in here and everything like that." So I drove it around, come back, and woman goes, "Are you uh, going to leave at your car there?" I said, "No, no, I've, I've got to get stuff around." Of course, I was leaving it there, like <laughs> just being cheeky about it, and I so I left it there the whole weekend. And uh, but yeah, I got everything into the artist area, I've got, like green tent where the bar is, and. I try to pull like artists from there into the artist camping area uh, into the studio, like mobile studio. So it's beaming down with like banging heat because I got there on a Friday, like sort of 12 o'clock. The heat is booming down. And in Merritt, it was like really hot and dusty. I've got to put this tent up. I've got to do just, yeah, set this whole tent up, right? So I've got everything there, moved it in, whacked the tent up. Once I've done that, Right, table, chairs, rugs. I had to find a rug somewhere. They were like, I said to the people there, can you like help me find me a rug? And they said, oh, yeah, I don't know if we've got any. So like I did last year, I was like, oh, don't worry, leave it with me, I'll find one. So I just went scavenger hunt and found two rugs. Put them on the floor, then put all the gear in there, table, fridge, beer in there, cameras, you name it, put it in there and everything like that. That's all set up. I'm like, okay, I need to get to the bar. Let's have a cocktail. I had a cocktail. 
And uh, I thought, right, do you know what? I'm going to walk around the base coast grounds and just go and check it out because it actually starts on a Thursday. So then I was like, I was going to have a look at the vendors. So at base coast, they're like really, really big on art, like hugely, hugely big on art as well as in music. So I've got my phone at it because I've obviously wrote some notes down as well to kind of talk about like what I come across and everything like that. So I went around, first of all, I went around and had a look at all the stages. So you've got the main stage, the cantina, Slay Bay and the main stage, uh, sorry, the, the cabin. I'm sorry if I missed any more, but they're the ones that I knew of. I went and checked around them. Sound system, I could you not in the Slay Bay, it was probably the best sound system out there, and the Cantina. But Slay Bay sound system is absolutely phenomenal. And then I came, uh, the cabin, always good. It's a great stage as well. The Slay Bay holds some of the biggest people in the Cantina, and then the main stage holds like big acts like they had there called Closey as well, who played that. Uh, stage so the stages were fantastic like they're really nicely done up just just brilliant as i was walking around there's lots and lots of vendors there's like clothing vendors jewelry vendors uh rave wear vendors there's uh all sorts of just festival stuff uh little businesses everything like that and i'm a big supporter of like supporting like small businesses so I thought this was really good to support, like check it around, you know, grab some business cards, see what they do, see if it like if I like it and stuff. And uh started talking to a load of vendors, like, like you know, I've got their thing there, like, oh, how'd you get it here? Do you know, if you had much business, this and the other, and people were really, really friendly when I was talking to them. Then there's like a shit ton of artwork, like I mentioned earlier. When um I was in the United Screen area, they we have like a, a media meeting. And they were like, well, we're also going to do an artwork tour as well. So I was like, sweet, I'll do that. Some people didn't want to do it. Some people did. I met some great people like on the tour and that. So I went on this uh, artwork tour and then there was like um, every, all the all the people doing different artwork. There was like graffiti boards, but there's also people who did like actual like placement things. Like I don't know how to explain it, but uh, they would place uh, like a, a contraption there and then they would have like a little board that explains the art what it does, hey, it's meant to make you feel, all, all that sort of stuff. And uh, me personally, I don't understand it, but I respect it, do you know what I mean? So, like, it looked cool, some of it. Some of it, I was like, what the fuck is that? But, you know, with all due respect, I didn't understand it. So, but some people do, like, that's what art's all about, right? It's different tastes for different things, different, like, stuff. So, well, I looked at one, it was fucking, it was wicked. So, basically, it's just, you uh, stand this, like, little cage thing, and it's got an eye, uh, like on a bit of glass and the other is three of them so you stand in one there's two behind you and you have people standing in a certain spot and what you can do is that person will talk away from you like facing that way and then you can hear it like perfectly like literally so the sound bounces around even with like all the bass going off at the, at the festival it's still like really clear so there's some really cool shit there like you've you know you've been like wow this is fucking cool there's like a transformer thing there that made sounds all night came me up all night didn't it and uh yeah there's, there's loads of cool shit there like loads of cool artwork and i couldn't fault it it was really good as i was there on the art tour uh there was like a, a bunch of sea cans like little um sea containers and uh, on top, they've built like a little deck, you know, like a patio deck and stuff like that. And on this patio deck, you can sort of sit there, but you can still see like to the main stage and the canteen stage. You can really, really, really like enjoy it. Like, you know, if you think like, fuck, well, my back hurts from dancing or, or that's just me because I'm, you know, I'm massive. 
and getting old. But like, if you're if you know if you feel like you've had enough, you're gonna take a break from like the big crowd and that. You just want to chill out. There's a cool little spot that's all like lit up and stuff. You can sit up there and watch the and hear the music. And another cool thing as well was when I was doing the art tour. There's uh this post in the middle, and uh, it's got the old um you know the tin cans with a string. Well, if you put it to your ear, you could hear the different music at different stages. It's actually really fucking cool. I was like, that's a cool concept. And uh, that was like, I think that was quite new to it, um, to Bay's Coast Festival anyway. Yeah, that was that was a cool that was a cool thing. And yeah, you've got like the river down here as well. People are in the river chilling out. It's nice and cold, especially on the flight for the hot day. And then like the food vendors as well. So there's loads of food vendors. And if you're an artist, media, whatever, you've got like a food tent anyway for like cooking your food. Uh, but there's also food vendors as well. So go and check out. There was like... Uh, there was rice bowls. There was like vegan stuff. There was uh, beef stuff. But there's all sorts of cool shit. So, for food wise, and I had like a, a stir fry, which was banging as well. And uh, yeah, so ba- literally, base coast has got everything. It's got like cool artwork vendors you can buy stuff. Even if your raveware breaks, there's raveware vendors there. Uh, another big thing as well was uh, harm reduction. So. You know, if you're stressed out, you can go into a spot and chill out for a bit, which is pretty cool. Um, all the first aiders, tons of first aiders there. So massive respect to that because always, always someone's going to hurt themselves. And yeah, like it was well planned out. You know, I'm not like just being up and pay. I'm not sponsored by it or anything like that. But yeah, it was really well thought out. So I, I really enjoyed it. So some of the DJs that I saw and met. So I saw... Oh, mate, I saw. I don't. Know, I missed T. Williams out. Super guy, but I work on the Thursday. Couldn't make up there, so I messaged him. I was like, Look, I can't make up to the Friday. I'm so sorry. I missed your set, but apparently he played a blinding set. Yeah, when I got there, I watched. Um, I watched Sivs. Sivs played a banging set at Slade Bay. I saw uh, Dark Arps. So Dark Arps. They've done a Dark Arps. Is um, from Vancouver, originally from the UK. Uh, he does like live modular sets. He done it like right in the middle of the cabin stage. Absolutely fantastic. Couldn't it was fucking banging. Like it, was, it wasn't a massive rig, but he had it all set up and he was like banging away on the doing the live stuff. It sounded really really good. Um, I watched small town DJs from Calgary. Uh, I spoke to them guys as well, and they were absolutely fucking played a banging set. It was like like the two thousands kind of like house stuff, you know, the Groove Armadas and the Ten Snake and all that sort of stuff. It was really, really good. I loved it. And uh, it was right right in the prime time of the day. I saw Jay Carter's set. That was wicked. That was at the Cantina stage. Um, that took me back as well. She played like, a bit of grime stuff, a bit of underground techie stuff as well. And then like I come across um, quite a few more people. Uh, mate, to name is it's ridiculous. Um, I saw Rumpus's set. That was really good. I was just like darting around all the different types of like festival stages. So if you're a festival goer, you sometimes you could be this kind of person that just likes one stage, um, or you want to see a particular DJ. I like to see a multiple DJ different stages and go walk around and vibe it, check out the artwork. You know, I'm a, I'm a wanderer, you know. And then if something's good and it catches my ear, I will like yeah, I'm gonna stay here for this set. Uh, one guy I did watch which was fantastic which was Ardalan. Uh when I when we interviewed Justin Martin um, 
when was it uh, last year Base Coast Festival he said oh you need to get on Ardland Ardland would be a great one so I was like okay man like, I'll try and get him on so I messaged him before I was like hey mate how you doing like, I'd love to get you on an interview Justin said like you you know you'd be a great interview and I've had a, I've listened to your stuff as well and stuff like that and he's like yeah man, I'd love to come on I was like fucking sweet met him I've had a few chats we had a long chat one night and we just like smashing back some drinks and just having a good time and laughing and joking about like the music back in the day and stuff he's like here's my number i'll take it and we'll i'll message you after my set and we'll we'll go and do the interview so at this time i, I was you know i met up with t t williams and uh we got some food together started chatting about like you know just general stuff back at home in the uk sort of like filling me in on the stuff happening back in the uk as well uh it's like my correspondence back in the uk and uh, yeah, he we was chatting away and stuff. And me and T were like, let's go and watch Ardland's set. So we went up to watch his set and bang his set. He was playing a rotary mixer, like absolutely insane. Like this rotary mixer, I don't know much about rotary mixers, but apparently this one was the best in the market that you could ever buy. If You know, it's just some Japanese electronic one and it's apparently the pinnacle of like rotary mixers for DJing. So I had the um, Ardland, I was mixed on this, playing some great tunes. I'll, send, I'll, I'll upload the videos in this and I'll do clips as well. Um, but yeah, it's fantastic. But just prior to this, actually, I'm just going to step it back a bit. So prior to this, uh, T. Williams, I was standing outside the podcast tent and I was like, you all right, boys? Like, you all good? And he was like, yeah, man. And T. was like, do you mind if we like interview us both together? I was like, yeah, it's fine, mate. Two birds, one stone. Yeah, that's, that's wicked. I've never done that before, but I've got two quality like legends on the podcast, I'd love to get you both on. We went and watched Ardland set, done all that, and T was like, um, I'm going to bring Ardland with me. And he, T was quality. I, I made developed a really good friendship. He was like, um, I'll, I'll get guests in and I'll try my best to get him to come to your tent. So I was like, yeah, sure, no worries, man. I, I appreciate that. And uh, so, yeah, after his set, banging set, T, they all walked back to the, we walked back to the, like, the podcast studio tent and we've done the set that we've done the podcast and uh podcast episode and i'm telling you now you will love it it's a great one and i didn't even know this but this is all i'm going to say right now they actually both made a tune back in 2010 that's all i'm saying so wait till the episodes make sure you subscribe like comment all that jazz and keep up to date when i release that episode and then i got uh i was speaking to jay carter she was staying a few tents down from me in the artist area uh, camping area and she said yeah take my number and text me and then I'll, I'll come do it so there's other people there DJing uh sorry there's other people that interviewing like the DJs so Mix Mag was there and a couple of independent uh like interviewee interview people uh like brands that you know brands are interviewing people you know these people these DJs don't owe me their time I don't expect anyone's time you know I'm, I'm thankfully you know give me their time to have these interviews and to show you a good you know show you a good episode of what these people are like behind the decks uh outside of the whole rave environment so you know i appreciate these people giving me their time some people i couldn't like i asked i met up with some great people daniel bell daniel bell like techno legend uh super busy you know i met so many people uh, say grace she was lovely i met nala backstage we was in the dj booth on the sleigh bay 
and uh, we were chatting for ages and uh, she could be a potential guest on the podcast as well absolutely lovely person I met the Average Citizens which I've got an episode with them coming out soon Ivy Lab people, boys as well one of them anyway uh, Devo I think his name is apologies if I got that wrong and uh, yeah absolutely sound guy They're, like the Ivy, League, Ivy Lab boys sort of like the pinnacle of like what I got into from the young years you know great DJs uh, great duo I met them last year and they came. one of them came back this year because he absolutely loved, like his friends were there at Base Coast and he absolutely loves the festival. So nice to see that, like, you know, some good faces again. I saw just, yeah, just loads and loads of DJs who are really, really nice people. Managed to get Jay Carter on as well, going back to Jay Carter. Uh, so she had an interview of Mixmag and stuff. She's like, Brad, let's do the interview. So I had the interview of her as well. And again, fantastic person. Uh, she, you know, couldn't fault her. She's done a great, great episode. Um, and a uh, lovely personal round and really really good episode so make sure you tune into that one as well that'll be coming out soon and yeah the, my whole, overall experience at Bayes Coast was absolutely fantastic I got to meet some great people eat some good food you know I felt welcome there it was really good so really happy with that I hope I made enough content as well it's very hard to get the DJs because a lot of them are busy they fly and fly out like one geezer I met absolutely absolute legend as well look he's a couple of years younger than me but yeah interplanetary criminal that guy is a legend mate and he's a proper geezer as well uh so i was sitting in the like, screen area tent drinking uh, some miso soup as you do at a festival but i was uh, giving it out and uh he, he popped in he's like he went out for a cigarette so i walked out i went uh john right he's i said uh am i right in a planetary criminal he's like yes mate how you doing i was like mate you're a legend bruv i was like absolutely absolutely like sensational garage and all that sort of stuff and uh he's like oh mate thanks ever so much he's like what are you what are you doing any dj i was like no i've got a podcast like i do dj and produce i've done for years but i do the podcast as well alongside and uh, i've just interviewed djs i'd love to interview you but it's like, oh, mate, you know, it's a, my set's going to be coming soon. Which it was, like, in a half hour. So we started, <laughs> stood there for, like, 20 minutes chatting. And I was like, I need to find, like, a... Although I had the studio tent, I need, like, a a proper, like, mobile, sh- like, setup where I can just interview him there and then. Be like, here's a mic. Camera on a tripod, one camera. So I try and do, like, the fancy angles and stuff and just be like, yeah, that's it. And we spoke for, like, yeah, a good half hour uh you know you dress like i dress like i dress as well and uh yeah it was really really warming to see like someone like that play that sort of music and he's just yeah it was nice and then uh he was like he's like do you want to walk me brad to uh my set i was like yeah mate sure and we started chatting on the way to his set and uh everyone's like stopping oh, mate, you're a legend, like fucking shaking his hand and stuff and then uh, we were chatting there. He's like, right, I've got to go in like 10, 15 minutes. He's like, I'm just going to smoke a cig. I was like, yeah, no worries. And uh, we were standing there chatting and he went up, to, he went to go up around the booth and then he was like, you coming up, Brad? I was like, yeah, I'll be there. Don't worry. Like, I'll come up. Watched his set. Absolutely blew me away. When I fi- when he finished his set, we are back and we were, standing, we were just standing out the back there, like behind the stage. I was like, mate, that took me on a fucking not just a journey, but on a time travel, like a time tunnel, back in time, like some of the tunes you were playing, took it back to like when I was at school, like 12 years old or younger, I listened to like garage music. 
And he's like, mate, that feels so, so like heartwarming that you say that. So that was another nice person. Hopefully a future potential guest as well that um, he said he would come on. So I've just got to sort out of his manager. And yeah, it's just a great all-round experience. I met some great, great people. And if you ever get a chance, if you're in Canada or you can, you're able to travel, please do give Base Coast a go. Uh, I'll be there. Or if I won't, I'll be in the UK uh, a festival there as well so because I'm going to be back there next summer so yeah thanks for listening on this podcast I hope you've enjoyed it this is a little insight into the Base Coast sort of uh, you know recap of what I experienced everything like that and uh, yeah I hope you enjoy it and I'll see you on the next one